Mr. Eel. In the summer months, sometimes the only respite available from the heat of the sun is in the cool air of the evening. On nights such as these, it is my habit to go for long walks. Sometimes these ramblings take me many kilometers from my home, though more often than not I find myself being led, time and again, back to the same place, the verdant banks of a slumberous lake. Lakes, of course, are wonderfully complex habitats home to many varieties of more or less aggressive waterfowl and rather more circumspect fishes, many of whom will happily romp about throughout the night and into the wee hours of the morning. This nocturnal richness fills a lake with curious details simply calling out to be discovered by the careful traveller. This particular lake is even home to some rather fetching freshwater jellyfish which, if you should be so lucky, you might encounter this very night. You see, today it has been wretchedly hot, so much so that I have spent the better part of the day, though I balk at describing it as such, languorously draping myself over the furniture and taking regular cold baths. But now that the chill of the night air is upon us, I plan on taking a jaunt out into the wide midnight world. If you would be so kind as to come along, I'm sure that we will encounter some event worth remarking upon. Yes? Okay. Let's be off then. Here, mind that branch. Oh, look out. Damn. It seems as though I've muddied my new trousers. No worry. Look, here we are. This lake, by the by, is also home to a great many eels. The peculiar life cycle of the eel requires them to begin life in some faraway tropical ocean bay before they grow big enough and clever enough to make their way to more temperate climes. Pushing through mud and silt, they can manage by some Herculean effort to take themselves even into high mountain streams and inner city runoff ponds. Every eel, therefore, has an interesting story to tell, and though this lake is rather more close to the sea than many, the eels here, I'm sure, still have something worth saying. If you do spy one, if I were you, I would implore it to impart upon me some great eel life lesson it may have learned. Wise old things. Perhaps we can find one if you move over here, closer to that shallow water. Look, if I shine my torch over here, like this, uh, well, nothing. Perhaps over there, where the tree is trailing its leaves in the water. And here we go. Oh my. Goodness me, he looks like quite the specimen. Had he not had the misfortune of being born to the wrong species, he'd be the kind of strong-jawed young man they use to advertise thick-rimmed glasses, don't you think? Quite dashing. Here, I'll endeavour to engage him. 
Hello there, Mr. Eel. Uh, I said, hello there. Yes, yes. I can hear you. Hello, young man. I was hoping that I could find out a, a little bit about your life, sir. Oh. So you've heard of me then. Well, I am rather well known. Mostly amongst eels, of course, but I'm not one to discriminate. Oh. Well then. How old are you? You know, of course, that eels can live to quite a ripe old age. What a rude question. Have you never spoken to an eel before? I can't say that I have. I think I'm on the back foot, rather. Perhaps I should try a small bit of flattery. I've been known to be quite charming in my time. I shall employ my loveliest tone. I'm sorry, Mr. Eel. How do you maintain such a slick and healthy uh, coat? Um, sorry. Um, skin. Well, that's more like it. Thank you, boy. Of course, it's all quite simple, really. Regular exercise, both mental and physical. I'm quite adept at the old eel sudoku. And of course, maintaining a healthy diet of absolutely no children's toes. No children's toes? Well, I say, the very suggestion. And I was just beginning to warm to you as well. Oh, I didn't mean anything by it. It seems I may have to get used to being on the back foot for the time being. Only it seemed a rather... Only it seemed an odd thing to mention. Well, well, of course, I see. I simply wanted to be clear from the get-go that I have absolutely no interest in the consumption of toes, children's or otherwise, despite what you may have heard. Though I must say, I'm glad that that dreadful gossip hasn't spread amongst every one of my fans. Your fans, Mr. Eel? Yes, yes, my fans. I was under the impression that you were one of them. Why else would you wish to come here into my own home and interview me about my lifestyle? Ah, I see. I'm dreadfully sorry that I've given you the wrong impression, Mr. Eel, but I was simply looking to speak to any eel. About the eel lifestyle in general, I suppose. I'm interested in eels, you see. If you're interested in eels, then, you're in luck. I'm not just any eel. No. I am a pristine specimen. I am the epitome of eel. E epitome of eel? Yes, exactly. I'm glad we agree on one thing, even if not quite on manners. You are a rather rude young man. Nevertheless, if you want to know about eels, I can tell you a thing or two. I am perceptive. I am an artist. I am the incredible Mr. Eel. That is the first thing you need to know. Incidentally, if you didn't know of me before, how did you know my name? Well, you see, uh, well, uh, I, uh, um... Ugh. Rude, rude, rude. I suppose that you think every eel is called Mr. Eel. Typical rudeness. Well, I suppose you've been lucky tonight on two counts. First, you've met me, the epitome of eel. The epitome of eel? Yes, yes. 
Flattery will only get you so far. Where was I? Yes. Firstly, you've met me. And secondly, you've correctly guessed my name. Well, fortune favours the bold, I suppose, and you're as bold as any I've met. What do you want to know? Well, now I'm intrigued. What kind of an artist are you, Mr. Real? I myself dabble in the fine arts. I like to paint little watercolours, you know, cottages with ducks, rustic benches, that kind of thing. Is it something like that? Goodness me. No, nothing quite so bourgeois, no. Rather, I pursue, and at my best embody, the noble art of mime. Well, you see, it's as the great Theodore Adorno once said, where to for mime ruptures forth the aggressor's dichotomous interlocutors of decadent crises and class absolutism from a pre-conscious state reciprocally but non-consciously an affectation of aristocratic mentality which does violence to the crumbling nomenclature of parasitism, it theretofore subverts and inverts the formalizing tendencies of capitalism's apatho-authoritarianism and emerges as the only true art of the revolutionary proletariat. Oh, I hadn't heard that before. Well, maybe he didn't say it, but he ought to have. Adorno was one of the world's only truly clear thinkers. Sadly, even the clearest of thinkers seem to be a touch cloudy when it comes to mime. If he had seen me perform, however, I'm sure he would have spontaneously cried out those exact lines, without any coaxing even, and then some scribe or other would have taken them down, they would have been published, and then that would have been a real and legitimate quote. As you can see, it's only an accident of history that I've had to compose it myself. It holds his spirit I... I'm sure it does. You seem very wise and learned. Perhaps you could demonstrate some mime for me. I am quite familiar with human mime, trapped in an invisible box, paddling the old invisible canoe and whatnot, but I can't say I have ever seen an eel perform mime. Well, I haven't done my preparatory stretches, or my customary scraping, but I suppose that I could demonstrate a few of my more straightforward acts. Wonderful. Indeed. Just you wait. First off, the broom handle. Oh, wow. That's, yeah, that's, that's good. Aha. Well, I'm just getting started. Next, behold, the sausage link. Ah, so... Mm. So you're well regarded for this, then? Well regarded? Well regarded? More than that, my boy, I am the best. When crowds see my eel trapped in a box, they gasp. They shiver. They cry out. What you have seen is the mere tip on an iceberg of talent, tremulous with pure theatrical power. Oh, yes. Yes, of course, I have no doubts about it, Mr. Real. Only, I never realized that mime could reach such a... Such a, a... A level of refinement. 
Well, of course you didn't. You're clearly not of an artistic temperament. Mime? Mime is the great colossus which stands astride the twin pillars of ideology and action. The very reason that it is silent is because in the act of mime, the word is made flesh. Do you see? Do you... Hmm, well, how shall I phrase this so that even you could understand it? Let me ask you a question. When the eel is trapped within the box, of what material is the box constructed? I mean to say, what box is it that the eel is trapped in? I'm not quite sure I catch your meaning, sorry, Mr. Eel. Perhaps, um... No, I'm sure you don't. I shall explain regardless. The box, boy, is one constructed of the totalizing ideology of rationalism, the poisonous mentality of bourgeois capitalism. The eel trapped in the box enacts the very condition which the crowd finds themselves in, and, through this art, is able to transcend, to rise above. You know, let me tell you, when you are that eel, when you are trapped in that metaphorical, nay, that metaphysical box, it is incredible. The taste of it on your tongue, sweet like, sweet like. Like a child's toe. Yes, precisely, like a lovely warm child's, uh, uh, wait, no, no. No, 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 no. Rudeness. Pure rudeness. I will not be. I will not. I, my boy, have a reputation to uphold. A reputation which will be markedly sullied if people thought I associated with creatures as base as you. No, I will suffer you no longer. No children's toes. No children's toes ever or. No, no. No, 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 children's toes, no children's toes. Hmm. Well, I suppose that we have seen the last of him. I'm sorry that things got rather, well, heated, but you know eels, crazy things. You know, they swim away from the lovely warm tropical seas where they're born just to go and lurk about in freezing mountain streams and inner city runoff ponds. Baffling. Absolutely baffling. Ah, and look at that. Time has quite gotten away from us, hasn't it? Yes, sorry again about all that. These artistic types. Very temperamental, you know. Well, we'd best make our way home before we're missed. Jolly good. Let's go.